0: You take Talk it talk it talk it movies talk it talk it talk it movies talk it talk it talk it your movies talk it talk it talk it movies the tell me shut up i do it all I do what I
1: want. I do what I want. I do what I, I, I
0: want. What is happening, party people, and welcome to a solo edition of Talking During Movies. This is your host and crazy talker, Jason Jepson. It is so nice to be here. Man, we got a lot of stuff to get through, and we're gonna meander through all the bullshit, and we're gonna have some fun, and we gotta listen. I got some beers in the fridge. I gotta walk back and forth. Um, But hey, that said, let's uh, let's kick this off. What are we doing? We are doing the often copied, never duplicated. They tried to make a TV series after this movie. Crazy, amazing, bombastic, just. One of the best films of all time. I'm going to be talking over the often copied, never duplicated, hour and 45 minutes of our friends, The Usual Suspects, folks. Usual Suspects. So let me give a little background. One, hold on real quick. Um, You know, in... Obviously, I inspired my buddy Scott, and Scott inspired me, and we inspire each other back and forth, and I inspire you. In this economic downturn, if you drink beer, uh, go ahead and swing by the brewery and grab a six-pack, if you can, right? Um, I don't know how close you are to a local brewery. I don't know if you like beer. But if you like beer, and you like this podcast, or like a local brewery, um, swing by. I swung by uh, Independence. And I got a couple of six-packs. I got a little Powered Light. I got a little Stash IPA. I'm going to run back to the fridge and grab a Stash. I got a couple other beers back there. So we're walking back and forth. But it is is—it's quintessential. It's important that, um, that we do this. And I know that um, I talked about this in the last podcast. But breweries are going to go away if we don't support them. They just are it's tough man it's tough to say. it's really hard to say. listen folks, I am torn um and uh and a little bit emotionally perplexed uh, my good friends at uh, a dive bar dive bar is gone, man. let that sink in the little the wonderful place so the wonderful place where producer matt. And team and destination show and everyone else. Uh, they're not with us right now. It's not a. It's not an editing thing. That's a pause. In. Uh, in respect. Damn it, man. I don't. I'm not getting to the politics of this fucking bullshit of COVID nineteen. I have a lot to say about it, but my a lot to say about it is more about communication and owning and understanding, um, um, mistakes and just being an honest adult versus anything else. Uh, it's not about pointing fingers, just not, never was, never will be, but yeah, so dive bar is, uh, right now it's not coming back. And uh, that's heartbreaking. So a moment of silence for, uh, for our friends at Dive Bar. A moment of silence. If you're watching uh, Usual Suspects, we're three minutes, 15 seconds in, the guy just pissed on, um, on what was gonna, you know, stop the explosion, if you will. Uh, listen, just pause for a minute, man, just pause. Ten seconds is a long pause, right? It Just is. But how many people lost their jobs because dive bars are around, man? I wish I could have done more. Um, I'm, I'm uh, heartbroken that uh, they are gone. And that's a tough. It's a tough transition as we are uh, going into Usual Suspects. You know, Usual Suspects. Suspects has a uh, has a very distinct place in my heart and a very distinct place in uh, in in movie culture, if you will. Let me take a drink of my beer here. Obviously I'm I'm solo so I'm doing a drink of the beer. You're gonna hear some other pauses. Those pauses, just consider them respect for the loss of dive bar. So every time you hear a pause in this podcast, it's respect at a loss of of the fact that we don't have dive bar anymore, okay? so let that resonate and the reason I want it to resonate you know is this you have a local bar that's struggling man and you, you can't be everything to everyone obviously but go by and say hello grab a beer or beers I don't know I mean listen I'm not trying to assume your economic position I don't want to but you know what I want to do I want to try to save you and save them. And I don't know idealistically if that's how it works. But I'm going to try. That said, um, this movie, one of the greatest movies of all time. This movie is built off of one of the greatest lies of all time, which is quite amazing if you think about it. It is amazing to think about a film that's built off a lie, that's built off a lie, that's built off a lie. At the end of the day, films are built off of lies, right? They're made up stories. But then you have a made up story that's built into a made up story. You're like, well, what if I made up this story? And then what if I made up this story? The usual suspects are legit, like this is the greatest lie ever told. Hold on, cocktails. With the concept of, even though we're built on a lie, If I get enough people together, shit, man. We could go from this being a lie to this being the truth. Because I'm going to put everyone together. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to flip you. I'm going to flip you. It is, it's what, listen, if you haven't seen Usual Suspects, stop what you're doing. Just stop. Just stop what you're doing. And go rent it or look for it online. I think it's free on Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. It's Amazon Prime. It's free on Amazon Prime. So go see it. Gabriel Byrne is amazing. He seems to be the ringleader. He's trying to, to clear his ways. He's trying to be a better person. I mean, listen, this is this looks like, with Chaz Palminteri, this looks like the the breaking of the boys it does it looks like that but it's not it looks like something it, it actually is something different gabriel burn's role is to free himself he's trying to make a life for himself and i think this is a, this is a this is a very interesting concept especially in in the days that we're in so we are in a in a state of, of lawlessness in, in some capacity in, in many cities, Austin, Texas included. And that lawlessness can be simple and that can be aggressive. And, uh, ob- you know, obviously the aggressive side has been highlighted. Um, that highlight is most recently um, the man in a car who shot another man uh, uh, who is uh, considered a protester, maybe a rioter. I don't, he was uh, openly Antifa and um, openly carried a gun. And there's nothing wrong with either of those things, except for the fact that uh, how you present yourself in those moments, right? Uh, by the way, the movie poster is here. Here's the movie poster Kevin Pollock, Stephen Baldwin, Benicio del Toro right? Gabriel Byrne and Kaiser Sose himself. If you're wondering who that is, you better go by the movie again. But it's, you know, it's somewhat, I love this, man. I love this. Give me your father of good money! La, la, motherfucker! She's got Benicio del Toro, Gabriel Byrne's great, by the way. I mean, listen, Benicio Del Toro is amazing. Uh, Stephen Baldwin, Kevin Pollack. Kevin Pollack is, it might be the best in this film. He is the best in the lineup. Uh, Stephen Baldwin looks dead. Uh, (laughs) And then you got Gabriel Byrne, which is quite amazing, right? He's just like, what do you want to do? This is amazing. And then, I mean... Obviously, right? Oh Jesus Christ. My my fucking Amazon just quit on me. It's a rough day, kids. But um but then you you know you have you have uh Kaiser Souza himself, if if you will, spoiler alert. But this is this is the broken deconstruction of 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 a bank robbery or a job gone wrong where no one was a part of it. But because of who they were and what happened, they were brought in. And it begs and argues the question of where do police get it right and where did police get it wrong? And it begs and argues the question of guilt versus innocence. Are we innocent until proven guilty? And it begs and argues the question of influence. Where are you looking and why are you looking that way? What's happening? Those are all things. But before we go down that road, we have to go down... Um, at the end of the day, this whole thing was relationships. This was. And life is about relationships. They were all brought in because they were related in some capacity on other jobs they had done. However, they never did this job, which is beautiful, right? You know, and Kevin Pollock he talks his shit, and Benicio Toro talks his shit. You know, Stephen Baldwin talks his shit. Everyone talks their shit. It's it's it's, it's great. It's one of the best. If you want to know how to know how to avoid a police interrogation, you watch Usual Suspects first. Like if someone's like, oh Gabriel Byrne just murdering, him, right? I mean, he's just killing the game. But. Um, you know it's it's also one of those things where you go oh they figured out hold on usual suspects I just want to get this I'm uh, just the worst at names and um, I want to find I'm missing I'm positively leaving a person out and there's the reason why damn it motherfucker I forgot Kevin Spacey Captain Captain Jerk you off on the side, Spacey was here. Apologize. But hey, listen, he did a great job acting. Uh, he's he's amazing in this film. He is absolutely amazing in this film, and I'm not here to judge him. But that said, so Gabriel Byrne, everyone's good, right? But everyone else is like, fuck, we aren't we're not together. Like this is the thing. And you know, the, the police are like, hey, the person sleeping is the person who's guilty. If you put them all in a cell, the per the one person sleeping is the person guilty. But also it comes down to quite simply this. We don't have an innocent until proven guilty scenario. We don't, it doesn't exist. We know who we want to prosecute. We know why we want to prosecute them. We know how to go after them. And we go after guilty. we go after the previously guilty first because they are the assumed the most Per, they're, they're assumed the person who would have most done this crime. And that, in and of itself, is broken. And I'm not saying they do or don't do it. I mean, damn it, man. But we don't give them, we don't give criminals an opportunity to break free. Fill out a job. What was the last time you filled out a job application? I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. What was the last time? Well, I can tell you when it wasn't. Recently. Have you committed a crime? It does not remove you from this job, but what crime did you do? Is it a misdemeanor? Is it a felony? What is it? Don't worry. We're not going to remove you from this X, Y, and Z. I mean, that's the fucked up part. Damn it, man. We are... How do I break this down man because this I love this movie so much you guys have to understand so I uh, 1997 middle of August I come to Southern California College in Newport Beach Costa Mesa California it's right on the hill there's actually a famous bar that is uh, dedicated to this called the Goat Hill right so you got the Goat Hill you got this and then you got me religious college and uh, about a mile and a half two miles down the road uh, towards the ocean is a place called triangle square triangle square had great food uh great desserts and it had a movie theater and i would just move there i didn't know all the rules and i'm sitting outside i'm gonna go see a movie. And I'm waiting to see the Usual Suspects. I'm excited to see. Listen, these uh, COVID people and then on-demand people. 1995. I'm sorry. I graduated in 1997. So 1995. This was the thing, man. Like going to a movie, especially this movie. I mean, Usual Suspects. Bada boom, bada bang. Like it was blowing up. I was in. Everyone was in. So I'm by myself. I didn't know anybody in Southern California. Not a soul. 1995. Triangle square. And by myself, I'm at this Mexican restaurant. And I had met some kids from college, but, you know, I didn't know how to deal with them. And I, quite honestly, I didn't even care how to deal with them. I really didn't. They walked by like, what are you doing? What are you What are you doing? I was like, I'm having some uh, nachos and, uh, and a beer. And they're like, you can't drink. It's a Christian college. What the fuck? What are you doing? You moron. So they're like, what are you doing? Why are you waiting? What's going on? Why are you drinking? I'm like, man, I'm just trying to get into the usual suspects. It's in the next shows at 9 p.m. I'd love to be a part of this. Well, I got this group of kids to come with me. And we all sat in the front row and I just bought everyone's tickets. Man, this movie was amazing. To watch it today, talking over it, to watch Stephen Baldwin interact with everyone to watch Kevin Spacey, just beat Kevin Spacey, all of these things, I mean, You guys, this movie was amazing. Gabriel Byrne is the best actor in this film. The absolute best. The best. The absolute best. To bring people in that you've never met, to sit down congregate around this movie, this idea, this principle, this thought process, this, this thing was, was surreal and crazy because at the end of the day, The Usual Suspects is the greatest mystery film ever because the way it tells the story, the way the story is told, the way the story is manipulated. You... Listen, if you watch the first 48, you're going to hear some, krark, 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 some creaking and cracking and all that bullshit. And I apologize. It's my chair. But if you want to oh, float that body up, son. But if you want to actually go through this, if you want to play this game, this is a game to play, right? Who wins? Who doesn't win? You guys, you have to understand, like this movie was the first movie where the bad guy didn't just win. The bad guy crushed. The bad guy didn't win and get off on a technicality. The bad guy got off and lived forever to do a gazillion more crimes. Chaz Palminteri, a reference back to Jason Nappy when they were hanging out, having steaks and partying up like a couple of one-two cutie pies. You... This movie should be watched by everyone only because it dissects the difference between what I want to know versus what you're going to tell me. And what I mean by that is, is this. If you go into a conversation like, this is what I want to know. I want to know who's guilty. I want to know who broke the law. I want to know who your boss is. I want to know. Well, that's a broken philosophy and process. Versus tell me. Nope, I don't know anything. Tell me. Now, that seems okay. However, usual suspects flips both on the rear. They take the I want to know, you should tell me, versus they take the uh, the I want to know, or I know what's going on, and boom, 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 versus you should tell me. They flip both on its ear because what Kevin Spacey does in this film is, is damn near magic. It's damn near magic. He's a fucking magician. Understand that. When he sits with Chaz, when they're talking, when they're breaking stuff down, he's like, I'm gonna get this out of him. Kevin Spacey knows that before he goes in the room. And in knowing that before you go in the room, you know the answer to give. Right? I mean, what what do you want? I want him. I want the best. I want to know. Well, what do you want to know? I want to know what's known. Well, what's known? What's known is what's being told to me. What is what being told to you honest or direct or real or anything else? No. It is just I mean, he is, you know, you have this other gentleman, he's talking to a Russian, he's got a cigar, he's going in, he's like, who is this? We have, here's the other part. We have two investigations going on at the same time, right? We have one with Chaz trying to figure out what Kevin Spacey's doing, we have another, but this this gentleman, let's see if I can find his name here real quick, um, I got the doctor. God, you know what? Hey, I've got an idea, boom. Still not giving me his name. Son of a bitch. What is this guy's you know what, Amazon? You guys are the absolute oh, let's see here. And still giving me um, come on, Kaiser Sose, Kaiser Sose, he's healing Kaiser Sose, Christina De Brook. The gentleman is literally on the screen. He is on the screen, and I can't pull up his name. Kaiser Sose. He's going to die soon. But the fuck nuts at, at Amazon won't well, give me this gentleman's name, so I apologize. He's got a beautiful flip phone, though, and a great mustache. African-American actor. Uh, and uh, let's see. There's Kevin Spacey. They'll give you Kevin Spacey credits. He'll fuck kids, grab young people by the dick, threaten to throat fuck them, and then they'll mysteriously suicide themselves. But it's cool. Can't get the other guys a little bit of credit on Amazon. Good job, Amazon. Keep promoting pedophilia, you fucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, as this interview starts, I want to, you know, there's a lot of failures in this interview, right, uh, between um, Kevin Spacey and Chaz Palmitter. A lot. And one is is the opportunity for Kevin to lie, and uh, two is uh, pre-aggressive internet on your phones. You're really not able to uh, to understand what's going on. That's that's A and B. C is is just what I would consider relationally understanding, right? And let me let me bring this to the forefront to a personal story and. Honestly, I think I did this whole fucking solo podcast just so I could share this personal story. Probably had a little bit of a guilt and uh, a lot out of just, I don't know, me being, being me. I don't know. So, as all of you know, um, COVID-19 has shut down schools. And uh, at least here in Texas, there's a lot of online learning. And that online learning is only, you know, two or three hours a day, even in summer school. And then those things are broken up with, I don't know, in the two to three hours, let's say it's three hours, there's, a 20, there's two 25-minute breaks and all that. And I applaud the teachers who are who are doing the summer school, and I want to thank them for that. Um, but then, you know, summer school ends, that, those online classes, and they still got to do homework, they still got to do stuff. And in trying to do stuff, you gotta work with your parents. And I'm not a good teacher, man. I don't have patience. I'm not. I have a lot of friends who would uh, probably co-sign and celebrate the fact that I'm not the best. I'm good at certain things. uh, But, you know, for some reason, here's the problem. And And I broke this down, right? So my daughter and I had a little blowout and then I was like, you know what? I want you to think about this, and I'm I'm gonna think about it. You know what the funny thing was is when I broke it down, I thought about it, I'm like, man, you look like me. Man, you talk a little bit like me. Man, you your manner isn't like why when I'm talking, I'm assuming she's getting it because she's like me. And I'm taking physical attributes based on uh, you know, strong, strong DNA of of, of what I have. And I'm, I'm asserting them to emotional and intelligent attributes, which haven't developed yet. Um, and I failed, man, I failed. And I failed in a, in, a, in a big way. You know, I told my daughter this to her face. One, I told him I came and I failed you and we talked about it and then two, and I, I, I heard this on the Joe Rogan experience, right? That's the only, uh, this only relationship she, she can't choose. So be careful. And that's correct. But you know what else is correct in that? Is, is quite simply is... You still have, You know, you, you, you can't use that as a crutch. You still have to march forward. You still have to do what you have to do, right? When you, when you do what you have to do, you have to understand, man, I mean, I have this beautiful kid and sometimes I get upset and I raise my voice and I say dumb shit and I'm fired up and I'm angry. Man, I mean, one, you know, and some of you are gonna be so mad, but she's younger, she's younger. Yeah, no, I know, I'm not a perfect parent. But two is this, and all of you parents with all these schools that are gonna open up digitally is this, hey man, do some breathing exercises and understand your job is gonna be more stressful than ever. And in the moment of the more stressful than ever is your kid trying to learn. And in the moment of a job that's more stressful than ever and your kid trying to learn, you're going to figure out a balance. My kid learning, going to bed on time, eating, and everything in between. Oh, and by the way, learning something. So what does that mean? Man, I wish that meant something magical. You know what it means? It's real simple. What it means is patience, and I suck at it. What it means is understanding, not the best at it. What it means is embracing imperfections. Pretty good at that, actually. I love it because I love the imperfections of life. And finally, what it means is, is that guess what? We don't hold a candle to anything. We don't have any truth. What we have? We have each other. And that means the people around you, how well do you trust them? How well do you respect them? How well do you want to be have them be more of a part of your life? And for your kid do they want to be a part of your life? Those are tough questions. And uh, those are, those are tough scenarios. I failed today, man. I raised my voice. I, uh, I didn't have a plan or agenda outside of the, the barfing of my mouth. I mean, I'm really disappointed in myself. I was... I didn't do shit, man. Other than be frustrated. Which, by the way, my kid was already frustrated. And I was frustrated with her. And I'm the adult. And this is vulnerability 101 right here, right? I mean, this is just like, I don't know, maybe you're not my psychotherapist. I any stretch the imagination. Uh, but... You know, I mean, I failed, man. I failed. There's moments today where I failed. There's moments yesterday where I failed. I'm shooting for one good day or one day where maybe I only only fail once. But I'm shooting for one good day where I've, I've, I've presented everything to my daughter where she doesn't fail and then she doesn't fail and then I don't fail her, if that makes sense. I mean, man, I don't know. I just, if you look at when, when a verbal, when Kevin Spacey meets Gabriel, right? And they're at the nice house. He's limping around. He's like, bro, we're gonna shit blood or piss blood or whatever. I think about it with my kid and I go, man, I've, I've failed a lot. And I don't want to keep failing. At the same time, I also don't want to give up values and uh, and things. And I don't know what the balance is. There's no, obviously you've heard this a million times. There's no handbook on parenting. Burp, 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 burp. There's a lot of shitty books by people who are like, yeah, but what about about? Shut the fuck up. We don't know. We just don't. You know what we know. Being a good person is better than being a bad person. That's what we know. That's all we know. Right? I mean, I wish there was more to that than this. I do. I wish there was more. I wish there was a complexity to it. You know, uh, we had an opportunity. Maybe not an opportunity. That's probably an aggressive term. How about... I say we have tangentially that in the world of 99.99% says doesn't exist. It's not a lottery ticket, right? That we could uh, help, right? Because we don't know. But man, how do I broach this? Fuck. I want to tell you guys a story, but I got to figure out a way to tell it so that um, if there's any listening parties, they're not offended and they're not hurt. They're not broken. I don't fucking know. Let me take a drink. Hold on. So imagine this. You know, a kid that's in a shitty situation, a real bad, shitty situation, like real, real bad. And you have an opportunity, you have two opportunities. Two. Right? One, option A, is, hey, you know what, we're going to give them a backpack, and we're going to write them a check, and um, they're going to have good, home-cooked meals. And you do that. And then you go and you see, and you're like, oh, hey, man, I know that was supposed to be for eggs and sausage and blah, blah, blah. But, funny thing happened. McDonald's kind of ate all that money up. Can you send some more? So there's scenario A. Scenario B is hey, can you just let your kid live with us? No drugs no chaos, good school. We'll pay for everything. I don't want child support. I don't want anything. Can we just, can we do this? And then, you know what? You, uh, you put that out 10 years ago. Maybe not quite 10 years ago, probably eight years ago. You put that out, you're like, hey, come on, let's let that happen. And then, you know what? You find out that that kid, that group, is now out hustling and asking for um, pills or drugs. The pause is to let that sink in. So then there's a younger kid, a younger, a younger person. You're like, Hey, maybe we can grab that person and just bring them over. Not that, The life is perfect. I mean, shit, I opened up this podcast because I fucked up with my daughter so many times, right? I'm not perfect. I'm not great. But I offer food. I offer shelter. I offer no drugs. And I offer great education. Not saying I'm still the best. I'm not the best. I'm not. I'll never be the best. Shit, man. And that person who has watched multiples of their children be broken down into drugs and not going to school and all these other things, right? That person, that person is like, nope, I got this. Man, what do you do? I'm just curious. As a broken person trying to help and save people, what do you do? I don't know. I'm not going to, listen, I don't want to say that. Let me say this. I'm not going to be the white knight to run in. I'm not going to buy that family a house. They were given a house and they didn't like it. And so they destroyed it. Um, I think this is more a, a place of where things live and, and don't live and, You know, and it's heartbreaking because you want the best. Just do. It's like, I want the best for my daughter, man. I fucked up today. I'm a bad person. In the fact of how I responded. You know, what you guys... I don't know, man. Let me go down this road real quick, okay? Let me just go down this road really quick. So... My amazing daughter comes to me and she's like, Hey, I don't understand this. And I was like, What the fuck? Do, are you? Hold on. And I'm in the middle of a work email. And I'm like, Hold on, I got to work. She goes, Nope, I don't understand this. And I'm like, God damn it. So I stopped my email. I'm like, What don't you understand? What is going on? What is happening? And it's 10 plus or 10 minus. And we had just gone over the rules of 10 plus, 10 minus. It's like, yeah, well, I forgot. I'm like, you've got problems all around you that you've already solved that show you 10 plus 10 minus. You have all of them with you. What is going through this? Yeah, no, it's not gonna work. And instead of trying to figure out what's gonna work or not gonna work, instead of that thing, I pop my top. I got pissed and I popped my top. I failed my kit. I failed my kid, I failed education, even though I'm not an educator. Uh, I failed at all. Now, but here's the difference. And there trust me, there's me. There's a whole thing different. So, I failed. And what did I do? I sat down with her. I think I talked. I mean, obviously I talked about this earlier. But let's just repeat this. And I told her why I failed, how I failed, and I asked for forgiveness. And she, she's a very, she's a very kind, kind child. Uh, she's not a teenager yet. Where she's like, I'm gonna hold this to you, and uh, I hope you burn in hell. She's like, Dad, no one's perfect. I don't expect you to be. She can be a great hug, and we talked about how I can communicate better, how she can communicate better, and everything else. Right. Kind of a win. But what happened there? Humility from the uh, alpha source was the number one thing. Now, before I wrap this into the movie, let's wrap this into the world we're living in. You have a... As of 729, 728, right? You have a Nigerian doctor talking about COVID and the response and what she's doing to treat people even though she doesn't have the numbers to back it up, and everything else. I'm not saying she's a liar not a liar. I don't care about that. I really don't. Here's what I care about. Here's, here's, what, here's what I want to do. I want to take today and I want to rewind. I'm idealistic. I want to rewind. I want to rewind to the days of Farm Aid, We Are The World. I want to rewind to those. And Why? If we had started this thing, and we didn't, and we, and by we, I mean all of us, if we didn't make it political, right? If we didn't make this political, but instead we made it us, all I'm saying is just make it us, man. Go back and watch We Are the World. Go back and watch I'd Like to Have a coat to Drink in Perfect Harmony. Do, do. And everyone's holding hands across the world, and we got Farm Aid, and it's like, man, we can all help. No one was, no one in Farm Aid, not one fucking person in Farm Aid did this. Not one went, I'm gluten intolerant, fuck Farm Aid. No one said it. Not one. No one, no one said it. You know Why? We didn't think about that bullshit. We thought about helping a massive group of people, and that's all we cared about. Farm Aid, We Are the World, you know the 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 uh, the AIDS uh, concert. Guys, man, there's something you can shit on the 80s all day long with with our horrible fashion and our actor president and uh, and a CIA boss as 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 his minion. Uh, You know, there's a lot of things that shit on the 80s, but I'll tell you what the 80s brought. The 80s brought a couple of things. They brought Top Gun, they brought Iron Eagle, they brought Community. And I'm not saying you have to wrap yourself around war, but I'm saying you have to wrap yourself around a cause. And for the first time I can remember, we have a cause. Helping one another. Just helping. And what does that cost? A mask. And somehow, in this world of helping one another, somehow, we went from helping one another to this is politics. Listen, there are politics around this. And there are horrible politicians around this. I mean, and that is, it's is—it's not, not—it's left and right. It's bullshit. There, there are cunts on cunts on cunts on cunts there are and we are siding with cunts we are legitimately siding with cunts versus siding with our neighbor who we're going to have a beer with siding with our with our with our representative we're going to we're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to talk to we've figured out a way to create divisiveness in this versus inclusiveness. We've figured that out. We've legitimately figured out how to go from live aid, farm aid, we are the world and everything else. We've figured out how to go from there to this. And what did it take? Being a cunt. I'm not telling you to wear a mask at all. I'm asking you if you sang we are the world's If you don't know what this is, damn it, man, I apologize. But for my listeners who know what this is, if you know we are the world, why are you torn by the mask? We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. Stop there. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. Stop there. Are you making, is your action making a brighter day? Stop thinking about fascism. Stop thinking about Trump. Stop thinking about Hillary. Stop thinking about AOC. Stop. Are you making a brighter day? Are you, are, are, what are you doing? We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. We are? We're the ones who make a brighter day? Are you making a brighter day? A mask is not fascism. Just like picking people up in unmarked cars is not fascism. I know the media loves to play it that way and I hate to break your hearts and I know I've got some people going, I'm going to tune out now. Stop and listen real quick. Warrant vehicles are unmarked and they're unmarked for a reason. So they don't cause distress in groups. So if you're going to go grab or pick, no, I'm not, I'm not condoning the way they pick people up, but unmarked vehicles picking someone up Hey, guess what? That's been happening in your neighborhood every day of the week and you just didn't notice it. You know why you didn't notice it? Because the media didn't think it would play well. Stop getting fucked by the media and and start thinking this. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones to make a brighter day so let's start giving. Are you complaining or are you giving? Are you, are you really torn up about unmarked cars grabbing people when you don't know the criminal history of the person and also you don't understand for the first time in a long time uh, unmarked police cars, which are called warrant cars, are picking people up? There's a, the Warrant cars have been around for 50 years. The fact that you didn't know doesn't make it wrong. The fact that you didn't know means you didn't fucking know. And it's okay not to know. But god damn it, you the media and other people make it seem like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Stop your nonsense. Stop. That's existed for a very long time. Any city that has warrants, out for people guess how they collect on those warrants they go and they get those people at their most vulnerable moment where they don't think they're going to get got and guess what they do that in an unmarked car because guess what if you have a warrant and you see a police car guess what you do move okay understand don't let things manipulate you and can we please come back to a core We are the world. We are the children. Just that alone. Stop with that right there. Man. Usual suspects tells you, in all of this, at the end of the day, we're this like group of people. We don't blame. We problem solve. We are criminals on planet Earth. Hold on a second. I'm going to elaborate on this because this is actually very... Very insightful. So hold on one second. Powerful Power and Light Session IPA from our dear, dear friends at Independence Brewing. Amy, I love you. So here's the thing. Folks, I don't think you get it. Um, Where we're at and what's going on and where we can achieve. And then where there's... There doesn't have to be social deconstruction in this, right? It just doesn't have to exist. You guys, there is an amazing opportunity here for us to grow. There's an amazing opportunity here for us to be better than anyone else. And there's an amazing opportunity here for us as people to expound. So if you understand and you want to take a break and go, man, all oh right, I'm not buying into big media. And I'm not saying don't buy or buy into big media. I'm saying just, just read it with, with understanding the fact that you can, you can, you can uh, search and understand things. So they're like, unmarked cars and random people are grabbing people. Well, warrant vehicles and unmarked police people are exactly what warranting is. So that's just how it is. That's life. Sorry. That is, uh, that's how it is. And uh, it's not perfect. It's not great. I'm not saying accept this. I'm saying understand this. And I think there's also a big difference there. You know, in in the protests and everything that's happening, here's the thing. If you're in a protest, have a mission. A. B. In that mission, understand where it fits. What are you deconstructing? What are you reconstructing? And what are you living under? Right? And these are hard things because you want to be in the streets and you want to yell things. And I get it. And I'm not mad at it. And I want you to do it. However, what are you deconstructing? What are you reconstructing? And what are you doing that fits? And it might not fit. And if it doesn't fit in the current construct, that is also Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know why there's nothing wrong with it? Because that's how change happens. But change also happens with concise, direct and unobjective goals, right? And that's what I don't see. You know, we're watching usual suspects here. And you've got this group of of criminals that are trying to figure out the way to navigate. They got busted. They were all innocent, but now they're together. And because they're together, they're going to do a big caper, right? Think about that in in the capacity. And I don't mean to mean this in any way, but the capacity of protests, right? Think about it. You were held down. You weren't getting what was, was just and due to you. And then what happened? Protests. But where does that protest lead? Are you going to lie like Kaiser Soze just so you can get out of it? Or are you going to drive and deliver? You have an option. I want drive and deliver. I want, I want answers and assets. By the way, uh, our gentleman here is Giancarlo Esposito is is my man this is the guy who dude he steals the show of 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 usual suspects but honestly folks usual suspects is the protest it is right let's get together let's bust some balls let's break some bread let's make some magic that is the protest that being inside the protest is also this they understand objectives of what do you want to say? How are you going to say it? How are you going to do it? and Where where does that fit in everything? And unfortunately, guess what? You got to start with fitting. You just have to, you know, um, it's not perfect. It's not great, but it is what it is. And you got to start with fitting. So where do you fit and where don't you fit? And then as soon as you define those things, then you can really, really make some change. And you can make change through through council members, you can make change through manipulation, you can make change through media, but have a directive, have an idea, have an insight, have a push. And that push, push in the bush, don't step on the corn, she might get smushed. That thing, that's where it's at, man. I mean, It's not, change and idealism often is seen through violence. Portland, uh, uh, Seattle, uh, riots in LA, riots in New York. That's where it's seen. But real change, impactful change, in my humble opinion, is made outside of that. I think that raises awareness, and I'm not mad at it for happening. I might be annoyed at the people behind it because I don't think they have your the, your the or our our truth, and that's another thing, right? Let me let me let me let me dive in on this real quick. We are caught in on yours and ours. Like this is your protest, how can we bring you into our thing? And I would say this is. Our protest. It's ours. Because we are, we are the people. So it's our protest, right? We are the people. We are the world. We are the people. We are the ones who make a brighter day, so let's start giving. We are the people. We are the protest. However, we are not the writers. But we are the people. We are the protest. So in this time of change in this time of of trying to move forward because we are the world we are the people what's our goal here's the problem folks I love a good protest I also love great messaging and it's not there it's just not I want it to be there I would love for it to be there. Guess what we don't have? That. And when we don't have that, guess what that means? That means is that there's no direction. So now we get to just freak out. And there's nothing wrong with a freak out. I have freaked out many times. But to create change, to create continuity, to create a message moving forward, a message of change, a driver of change, a, 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 a monumental opportunity of it all. Guess what that takes? Communication, consistency, and understanding of a directive and a goal. This is not fireworks. This is a relationship. We have treated this like fireworks. It's not okay. I mean, we've treated this in in so many inconsequential and gross ways. I mean I'm watching Kevin Pollack pull a gun on who's this gentleman right here? Peter I'm not gonna pronounce that last name, but he is Kobayashi. Right? But it is Wow, you guys, we're just we're reacting without a plan. When you upturn the world, it can be a beautiful thing. When you upturn the world without a plan, you have created the same world that you used to live in before you upturned the world. The rich get richer, the strategic get more strategic. And they figure out how to placate you at the same time making sure you have no more power. In fact, less power than you had before. I want the protests. I want the insights. I want more protests, quite honestly. Well, let's be honest. I want a shit ton more protests. The fact that there's a pedophile ring running globally and we're not protesting. the. Think about this. Think about this. At the time that you are listening to this, a kid's getting raped. Think about it. Yeah, no, I know. You're like, I tuned in for Usual Suspects and you talking over a crime caper, blah, 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 and you're giving me rape and kids. Think about it, motherfucker. Think about it. Just think about it. Think about it. What are you doing? No, 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 no! What are you doing? Epstein killed himself. Allegedly, he was killed. Giselle, Giselle, whatever her name is, Maxwell, right? She's may or may not testify. They're sealing court records. They're doing stuff so that people can't, you know, get hurt. Blah, 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 blah. Protection is already starting. But we've known about this for decades. Legit decades. And what did you do? Did you protest? Did you protest? No. I'm with you. I am not throwing stones. I haven't protested either. I don't even know how to start a protest. I don't. And I have more information on this than a lot of people would like to know. So I'm not throwing stones. I'm asking, how do we start? I am, and you know, I I have a lot of people on the internet especially in the conspiracy theory world that go well we should uh, do x y and z or we should do this or uh, where are the protests motherfucker you starting one and i'm in this group like i'm bringing it up and i understand like i understand i'm in this group i'm not i'm, I'm not throwing stones i'm trying to figure out how to organize and I realized the uh juxt- I realized the, the, the craziness of talking about pedophilia in a Kevin Spacey film. Trust me. I get it all. Alright? I get it all. But folks, man, we gotta we gotta figure something out. Here's the here's the reality. We could protest about a different thing every day. We could. We'd be exhausted. Right? And there really is a fatigue in it. There's a fatigue. That said, in that fatigue, what is, what's the thing that makes you tired where you don't want to go forward? And what's the thing where you go, I don't care. I'm just doing it. Right? And we got to tap into some things. And while not forgetting them. Black Lives Matter. Man, I'll tell you what. I cannot agree with some of the principles of destroying the nuclear family and some other things that happen in Black Lives Matter. However, I love and embrace the idea of what they're doing of understanding and the fact that, yes, Black Lives Matter. And some go, all lives matter. Yes. However, the parable of Jesus Jesus tells about the sheep farmer is 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 perfect to answer his question which is you know a farmer has 99 sheep he has 100 sheep and he has 99 together and there's one who's gone so what is that what does that shepherd do that shepherd secures the 99 and goes and finds the one why cuz the 99 are okay and i think we can agree that in this world in black lives matter it's because The 99 are okay, but this group's not, and it hasn't been okay for a long time, so god damn it, stop, and let's help, and let's make it better, and I don't know what that means exactly, and I, quite honestly, I'll be honest, I, 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 I can't, I can't push past that because, but all I can do is offer up help and support in any way I can, right, and that's the same with pedophilia. I send my kids to summer camp every year and nothing ever happens to them, so I'm gonna turn my head. Great. 99 to 100. And then it's the weight of how many, how many things can we, can we carry? Can we carry Black Lives Matter on our shoulders and make sure that's pushed through? Can we actually make sure the relationship happens? Can we actually push that through? Can we push, push it through? All right, pedophilia. What age does it start? What age does it stop? Where is this? Can we push that through? Can we, can we put our heads around that? Global warming. Um, regenerative crops, as far as soil goes, because we, we understand that uh, on soil cycles, right, we've got about seven more, which is uh, 70 years, and then we're, we can't make our own food anymore. That's you guys. Those those things alone are weight. None are more important than the other. And someone can be like, "Well, food, oh kids, oh blood." None are more important than the other. They are all equal, and they are all equal because they are all part of us. And we are leaving things behind on the idea of greed, on the idea of of assertion, on the idea of dominance and on the idea of of grotesque insubordination of understanding the values of what it takes to take care of the planet that we live on, right? That was the last one, it was very, very long, I apologize. But seriously, we are missing, 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 missing out. We are, and we're missing out in such a grotesque way now, I understand there's fatigue in trying to follow all of these. And I understand there's fatigue in the fact that one... Fa- you know what? It's amazing. And the media is a, is, is a big problem with this is they pick what they're going to pop up. So today it's Black Lives Matter. Tomorrow it's Trump. Uh, the next day it's... Uh, well, they actually... The media never talks about pedophilia. Fuck those people because they are... They didn't want to put Jeffrey Epstein on the burner, right? They never talk about pedophilia, which is a warning sign. That should actually be your warning sign If they are so readily to talk about global warning, talk about a bad president, talk about a bad house, a bad Senate, and uh, talk about Black Lives Matter, but they, won't, they will never talk about pedophilia at all, or the problem of pedophilia, that should be your warning sign. You're like, man, Jay, why are you so fired up about this? Well, I've got a kid, man, i got a kid. And I think all of us, right? So you you have to understand that all of us carry a different burden. So all of us get excited or we, we understand why someone or something should or should not happen, right? We just do. And I know we can't carry all the monarchies of all the things I laid out, the the, the big ones, and I'm sure I've missed some, right? Clean water and healthy food and It just goes on and on and on and on, right? Like we, listen, it's overwhelming. So what do we do? Right? It's overwhelming. So what do we do? Um, I don't know that I have all the ideas, but I think I have one. And my one My one simple, like broken, like I'm just a guy idea is just that simple, right? Which is break, which is an hourly calendar of comments, of dedication. Think of it like the way you're taking care of your body. If you look at your body like an ecosystem, right? Like a rainforest, like an ecosystem, and how you take care of it, think about it like that. So we think about our body like an ecosystem. And then we translate that into the the deplorable shit that's happening around us. It comes down to understanding and execution, right? Understanding and execution. Don't get caught up in the media hype, don't get caught up in the bullshit they're saying. Look at what's happening around you. Because you're going to find the things that are happening around you are the same things happening around everyone on planet Earth. And what is that? It's not Republican or Democrat. It's just not. It's not. It's hunger. It's water. It's family. It's understanding. Right? So hunger, water, family, hunger, water, family, understanding. Okay. Hunger, water, family, understanding. Sweet. So what does that mean? Well, now I've taken every problem in the world and I've tried to boil it down into four, and I know I'm missing some, and I apologize. Right? There's like global warming. There's vegans. There's but listen, you guys, I gotta, I gotta tackle. Like, mine's well, the biggest problem. Like, I understand, but I have to tackle some certain things that aren't. Folks, in all of this, then what do we do? Right? Well, let's take 30 minutes. Let's take an hour. Let's take a friend. Let's take a moment. Let's take a dinner conversation and let's drive them in one of these directions. We're not. Individually, you're not going to change shit. Even the most powerful people in the world with their decrees, decorums, and everything else, guess what they don't do? They don't change shit. However, groups of us, groups change all the time. We can manipulate and move, not in a bad way, manipulate and move and just really be amazing anytime we want. Right? We can. So, in the world of we can versus the world of we can't, let's figure out how we can move this forward, how we can be amazing, how we can change. I was talking to a friend. And this is crucial to crime. So, you know, Usual Suspects is all about crime. It's all about a crime boss. It's all about understanding crime. It's all about the manipulation of crime. And more importantly, it's about crime manipulating them, right? So, this group of guys feels like they're getting fucked by a crime lord trying to do a job. And they're trying to get that crime lord back. It's the manipulation of time and moments. It always is. It always is. And... Usual Suspects is, is the perfect voice of that, right? It is. So take that voice and understand this. We have an opportunity to manipulate time, to manipulate opportunity in a positive way and make sure that we are all together. You guys, if this was We Are The World, if this was Farm Aid, if this was a Coca-Cola commercial, we would all be wearing masks. We would be supporting one another for the changes we're making. But we're treating this like crime and crime on both sides, and that is the disconnect, that is the deconstruct, right? It's not crime on one side, it's crime on both sides. It's like you're a criminal if you wear a mask, you're a criminal if you don't. And then and then and then the the heads meet and there's violence. Understanding people, understanding needs, understanding wants. I mean, listen, when you have Gabriel Byrne and Stephen Baldwin and Kevin Spacey in this room, what do we understand? What are they pushing? Their agenda through violence, right? They're just pushing it through violence. They just are. Are we better than that? I would argue we are. I would argue there's a silver lining at the end of this. I would argue that as a group, as a society, as a people, as a neighborhood, whatever it may be, we're better. Not perfect, but better. So maybe it starts with no name calling. On both sides. Maybe it starts with asking a question, and not a dickhead question, but a real question. Now you could ask, why well, are you not wearing a mask? Or you could say, hey, can I talk to you real quick? Sure. Wh- is there an uncomfortable part about wearing a mask? Or um, do you feel socially, or do you feel, you know, your rights are inhibited? Among- Understand why and in the understanding of why then you can take action to go from why right from oh this is why they're not doing it to give them a reason to do it but if you know and I see it on Facebook let me you know what? fuck this let me pull up I'm gonna pull up Facebook alright so here we are live watching Usual Suspects I've got LinkedIn up, uh, I've got my wonderful friends at Twitter, of course, Instagram, which is the number one, you know, proponent of, of this show, not proponent, number one, uh, you know, just, just the best group. So I'm going to go through, uh, just real quick, on Facebook, and this is going to prove me right or prove me wrong, right? Um, so number one, we got my buddy Mitch, I married he and his wife, I was the officiant. Uh, Him and his kids trying to do the ukulele. Love it. Number two. Nancy Pelosi and attention Republicans. Blah, blah, blah from Trump. Number three, South by number four. Henry Winston, what's up, brother? Chapter two, 2020, the mountain time. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure you're going to find out. Number four, uh, Dina Amar and her beautiful son. And she's got an amazing husband and wife and um you go down and then it's like good or evil who decides oh kidoki? a little fitness obviously i do a lot of fitness i'm just i'm just going through this right real quick i am scrolling through i got some fishing buddies sharing their fish stories unbelievable how about mixing in a bunt you know you big you mad blah 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 angry right um, here is the latest on the viral video Dr. Fossly touts um, hydrochloroquine is COVID and someone's like can't believe these you know let's see here I thought this was fake but apparently it's real this is Trump's go to doctor LOL wow and then they just shit on that person I bring this up because you know what we are divisive as fuck in our language, man. And we have to be inclusive. You don't have to agree at all. But I can tell you this. If we want to right the ship, if we want everyone wearing masks, if we want to make the world a better place, if we want to make the world a healthier place, which, which hey, FYI, give fucks, if you if your grandfathers, all of you, who are listening, if all of your grandfathers would have taken their prescriptions from A to Z to the end, we wouldn't be here. FYI, if you believe this is a natural, natural thing, and your grandparents and your grandparents' grandparents, whenever antibiotics started, right, in your realm of of people, if they would have taken from A to Z every day, on time, done the thing, We wouldn't be here. That's science. That is science, motherfuckers. You know why we have more, bigger, better, badder diseases? Because when we created antibiotics, we didn't finish them. We felt better and we threw them away. We put them in the toilet. We threw them away. You fucks. All right? We did that. We did that. No one else did it. There's no president. There was no house. There was no Senate majority leader. There was nothing. We did that. We fucked up. So, own it. A. And then B. All the lies that have happened around health care and everything else that's gone on. Own it. You fucks. Own it. You voted those people in. Own it. You don't like what's happening. Own it. But also, don't call the people's... People name that you disagree with. Don't call them names. That only bolsters what they're doing. I mean, Jesus Christ, man, we've had mani- manipulation has been around longer than name calling. It just has. It's been around longer than name calling. And yet, you fucks, just go to name calling versus manipulation. Just work them into the system for fuck's sake. I don't understand this. I'll never understand this. I'll never understand the name calling. I'll never understand it like, oh, if you support Trump, go fuck yourself, or you like Biden, go fuck yourself, or anything else. I don't understand the idea of of uh, 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 of taking people and what they're saying online and trying to hide it because only bolsters like shit. They hid it. It must be a secret weapon. Let him say it, and then let someone come next to them. Make smarter social media. If someone says something dumb, let's say America is a democracy, not a republic. Let's say someone tweeted that. I could tweet that right now. Twitter's not going to be like, let me flag this for false information, right? So Twitter, you need to fix what the fuck you're doing, A, because I've tweeted it a couple of times, and uh, there's never been a little marker of, of, of a, of a flash. Of a, of a false flag. So, first of all, fix yourselves, right? If you're going to be like quarantining information, quarantine all the fucking information. We are a republic. We're not a democracy. We're a republic. So, come on, man. Fix it. That's it. B, if you're not going to fix everyone, don't fix anyone. Don't, you fucks. Don't do it. I've got an idea. You're a platform. Let anyone speak what they want to speak. However... Have and create, because it's just Twitter, a social platform that goes counterpoints. And I got to click on counterpoint and it takes me to a thread that shares with the information of why the other thread was wrong. Let me understand and navigate. Let me do it. If you don't trust that, then maybe you should invest in our school system a little bit more. You're making billions of fucking dollars every quarter and guess what you're not doing? investing in schools every one of these Amazon has made more money than anyone else show me their investment in schools all right every billionaire out there show me you invest in global warming you invest in all this other in startups and stem and everything invest in fucking schools and also in the world of investing in schools teachers teach teach. What stopped you from teaching? Teach. Was it your union? Was it some weird law, some archaic laws like, oh, man, it's not a it's not considered a blah, 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 blah? Stop. Can we please get back to education? Can we get back to respecting and understanding what teachers do? and letting them do it. Can we, as a group, be better? Be more understanding? Be insightful? Be who we need to be? Yes or no? Right now, the world says no. I would argue that the way that this country was built, born, and just the the, the blood and the soil of where we're at, I would say this. We're better. A. B. We've overcome bigger obstacles. We have. We have overcome bigger obstacles. And in overcoming bigger obstacles, we can do more. This country has been on the verge of collapse a gazillion times. Hyperbole, obviously. It just has. This country has been on the verge of that. That said, what are we on the verge of now? Another catastrophe. But what can we do? Can we be smarter? Can we be more insightful? You know, are we going to are we going to attack? Are we going to break the bank? Are we going to go after the bad guy? Are we going to try to steal the money the same way as everyone else did at the dock? Are we? Sure, shit looks like it. It does. We don't have to. We can and we should be better. Don't there are a lot of battles to fight out there a lot more than we can comprehend so what do we do well it's easy man we do a couple of things we pick our battles and you have to matriculate and understand what's a big battle what's a small battle and what battles mean and if you win the big battle do you lose a small battle or if you win the big battle do you then all of a sudden assume the small battle. I don't know. I don't know. I know I know these things that are true. And they're very, very, very true. Number one, we can be better. Number two, we can be better. Number three, we can be better. I mean... I don't want to take on all the fights and I don't know what fights to take on and what fights not to take on. I mean, I have an idea of what I, what I personally would like to take on, which I think would, would, would make, uh, the economy and and the world better. Obviously I do. I just do. But that's me, man. That's one voice. And I don't think it should be caught up in one voice. I think it should be caught up in a community. I think it should be caught up in a, you know, and unfortunately, guess what? When you're taking on multiple battles, you have to create a hierarchy. You just do. What's the worst? What's the least worst? What are they? I'm no expert in any of that. I have ideas of the battles I want to fight. But those are personal to me. They just are. And they'll always be personal to me. But, you know, I don't want this to slip away. You know, we are, we are at a precipice right now. There are shitty things happening all around the United States. There are amazing things happening all around the United States. There are people being, being arrested that should probably not be. There are people not being arrested that should be. There is everything going on. And at the center of it is a lie. At the center of it is the verbal kit. At the center of it is this thing. Now, we can be Chaz Palmitary and we can ask for what we want to see. What happened at the dock? What went on? Where is it going? Who died? What happened? Do you want the voice from the liar? Or do you want to create the narrative and the construct of a better America moving forward? It's up to you. I know what I want. I know where I focus. I know what I see. When I see bullshit come at me, I try to push it away. When I think about things and I get, you know, frustrated, what do I do? I do it very simply. I go, man, what my daughter say? What'd my daughter do? Where would she be on this, right? I mean, they are coming to allegedly rescue or kill a witness who can let everyone know what verbal kent looks like, right? That's the reality. Is that not the reality we're at right now? There, if you look at the usual suspects, it is the greatest. Distraction of creating heightened awareness on something that doesn't really exist to get an end game of something so you can't understand what's going on. And that's where we're at, right? We're in a heightened awareness. COVID positive, COVID negative. Who the fuck cares? How's your neighbor, motherfucker? How's your neighbor? How are your friends? How are the people around you? How are they? Do you love them? Do you know them? Are they in pain? Are they not in pain? You are getting distracted on a on a on a, on a large level when you can't control your local level. Control the local level. Get a new mayor. Get a uh, understanding in your neighborhood of of respect and love and admiration. Do it right. Do it right. Okay? If you don't know your neighbor, don't vote. Fuck you. Don't vote. You're a piece of shit. You should not be able to vote if you don't know a neighbor. Be like, man, Jay, that's crazy. Why would you say that? Because you're not engaging with different people, you're living in a silo. You cannot make a proper educated decision living in a silo. You can make a proper educated decision if you decide to understand the people around you and embrace what's going on. So, what's your choice? I know my choice, you know, I mean, listen, if you want to take fuck COVID-19, if you just want to take the idea of manipulation, right? Uh, usual suspects is, is, is the bomb. Oh, do you want to be free? Yes. Have you all worked at being free and not being arrested? Yes. Did someone orchestrate you getting arrested to just to bring you together to do something crazy? Yes. Do you know why you're there? Kind of. Are you being in the the whole way? Sure. What's gonna happen at the end? Your efforts are gonna be bullshit. I bring all that up because you guys, we have an opportunity. We have a great, great, great opportunity to do a couple of things. And you know what one of them is? Is not get caught up in the bullshit. And instead is love your neighbor as yourself. Instead is create a community. And, you know, I mean, like we do a a food bank run where we just, you know, we cook briskets and we just, we're not briskets, we cook all this shit, Uh, you know, sausages and everything. And we just, we have fun, man. Bring the community together for a cause of of feeding the people around us that we don't know that need food. That's all you got to do, man. You don't have to do that. But get to know your neighbors, their strengths. Their, their their pros, their cons, their strengths, their weaknesses. Do all that. Get to know that. Do not let the verbal kint, do not let the Kaiser Soze walk away from you. Do not let that happen. Because in the world of worlds, in the things that are happening, in everything that's going on, you are getting caught up in the mission and you're not getting caught up in the goal. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Because I want you to be caught up in the goal. And the goal is not the mission. The mission is, is A to B. The goal is A to Z. And as we watch everything break down and happen at the end of this movie, we understand a couple of things. And the couple of things are this. One, there is a manipulation A. B there was an idea of what you can and can't do because of who you are, which is untrue and see at the end of the day, if you decide that you want to, or you can, or you should be manipulated, you're going to be, you're going to be. Why? Because you want an answer so badly that you don't care what is told to you. You're not going to look into it. If you think your neighbors are okay, you're not going to look into it. Go across the street. Knock the door. Ask them how they're doing. You want a beer? How's life? How are things? It's such a hard thing, right? At the same time, you assume they're okay. You might live in a nice neighborhood. You might live in a nice apartment complex. You might not live in a nice neighborhood. Fuck. I, hope that I think they're better off than me. Together, you're more powerful. You just are. Folks, I love you guys so much. And I know this was kind of a crazy podcast, and I apologize. Especially for usual suspects. But, man, I would have talked this way over, over any movie. I just would have, you know? I mean... Verbal Ken is like, I'm the guy with a broken hand. I'm the guy with the broken mouth, right? But you guys, I, I, one, I love you so much. Two, let's be honest. This is, this is a crazy emotional time. And I'm not trying to tell you what to do or where to be or who to be or how to be. I am more importantly just trying to give you direction and insightfulness of like, know your neighbors, know the people around you. Change happens local. If you are waiting for some big guy in the sky or you're waiting for a guy with a, with a bad hair doing a spray tan to, uh, to, to dictate your, what's gonna happen in your life, you're already fucked. You're fucked two ways to Tuesday, okay? Stop, do what you do, go. You know what are the most impactful way to make sure your life exists? Vote local, vote local. Just do it, man. Just do it. You, we are not in a democracy. We are in a republic. And a republic is built differently. Go ahead Google that and find out and then get after it. All right? So, man, we are we are in for a stretch, folks, of something that I've obviously never seen before in my 46 plus years of, of life. Right? And that's okay. It's not insurmountable. Think about this. When when when, when uh, the Democrats and Republicans and everyone else talks about uh, the people around us threatening us. I want you to think about this. What was the last great product Russia created? Yeah, no, I'll give you a minute. And then when you're thinking about that, what was the last great product China created? Not, something that hasn't been invented here in the U.S. that they just created on their own besides the Great Wall and Russia besides vodka. And I bring it up and arguably a Poland vodka first. So, but I bring it up because we're special. We have, we've created this environment of, of ideas and thoughts. We've created this environment of you can do it. And if you think of the world differently, you can, you, you, you can address it and make it true. And maybe even make it true globally. We're the only nation in the world that does that. We are the only nation that does that. So don't, don't get caught up in, in the story. Don't get caught up in, in the idea of, of what you can and can't do. Get caught up in the vision. Get caught up in the dream. Get caught up in the idea. Get caught up in the concept. Get caught up in what you want to do that makes the world different. If you get caught up in those things, and unfortunately, because you're an American, you know, no offense, but Canada really hasn't been like throwing up great things. Neither, I mean, you guys, it's an American thing. It just is. So get caught up in it, embrace it, love it, and just do it. All right. I, mean, I love you guys, man, and I apologize. But I mean, this is a heavy, this is a heavy, heavy podcast, and I apologize. Uh, you know what? As as I teach my kid more and I fail more, um, and I see failure in front of me, and then I, you know, I rebound and fail, and we learn one thing: we are resilient, we are amazing, and uh, so are the kids around us. They really are. We have to do better as as adults. Um, as mentors, as, uh, as figures that they can look up to. We have to do better. But as we do better, uh, we put more uh, responsibility on their shoulders and we have to figure out how to manage that. All right. So thanks for this. I appreciate the event. I appreciate all you guys do and listen and uh, everything else. And with all of that said, now is your favorite time. As the podcast ends and unusual uh, suspects, as they figure out, oh shit, uh, wait a second, that's our guy. He's not our guy. He left. He's our guy. He's not our guy. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Listen, it's the greatest movie in the world. Go check it out. It impacted my uh, college life, it impacted my life today. I love this movie. As as, as we've talked over this ad not literally for an uh, hour and 37. Minutes now. So. I love you guys. Uh, Now's your favorite time. My daughter's going to sing about the first time she could poop. And with that said. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm glad you made it till the end. And uh, don't forget to get at us. At Talking During Movies on Instagram. Talking During Movies Podcast. At gmail.com. And at Talk During Movie on Twitter. Love, 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 love. And. You'll hear from me soon. Peace.